we give, we give God the glory for the first Sunday of the year. Isn't it, Lord, wonderful, church? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 2021 was uh, such a difficult year. If you're going to be honest, if you didn't lose your job, you know somebody that lost his job. If you did not have a COVID, you know somebody that was in hospital with COVID. Or you know someone that has lost his loved one due to this evil virus. It was really a difficult year. Couples of hours before 2022 were in this place, thanking God for what he has done for us throughout the year. But also at the same times, asking him to have mercy and be gracious to all of us that at least 2022 we will have a brief of life amen we'll have a hope that is going to be a great year but through it all we know one thing that god has never changed covid or no covid difficult time losing job economic situation political issues whatever can go on and on in this world we know our god still the same yesterday today and forever that is something that we should rejoice unto because we know our Redeemer is on the throne. I tell people, listen, turn out the news. You will, you're going to get scared and get sick. In fact, you will have a heart attack. Every news station that you turn, the 10 big best headlines will be bad news. So you can go throughout the day, you're going to be fed by bad news after bad news. What's going to happen to your job? What's going to happen to the economy? What's going to happen to your family, the educational system of your children? The world has something to say. And the world has some way to mess up your mind. But let me tell you something, church. Our God is a trustworthy God. Amen? He's a trustworthy God. And in this year, 2022, you will do better when your trust is in Christ Jesus and Christ Jesus alone. When you put your trust in your Redeemer, when you believe that the world can go upside down, I know he's still on the throne and there's no situation in this world that he will not be able to manage. So my prayer for this year, I said, Lord, teach me to trust you and to trust you better. Because when I'm praying for things to get better, I'll see things get worse. Have you prayed for a situation that instead of to see things getting good and it's just become, you move from bad to worse? And sometimes you wonder, God, what is going on? The only response I can tell you is, God, I trust you. Even when things are getting hard, God, I can trust you. Even when I have no answer, God, I can trust you. You know, I tell people, listen, if all your trust is on your bank account, stop. Because your bank account will deceive you. If your trust is on your savings, you will wake up one day to see a massive change that will cut you off guard. Lord, what's going on? Your trust should be in Christ and Christ alone. When the wave of situation of this life can come and turn around, it will leave you the same because your trust is in Christ Jesus. Amen? Things that you have lost, you can gain back. What you're hoping for can come through. A dream can come through if your trust is in Christ Jesus, regardless of the situation and the difficulties of this world. My prayer is 2022 to be a year of trust. Trust in the Lord. 
His word is so clear in that those who trust in the Lord, their faces will be radiant and shame will never be their portion. You just can't trust in Christ Jesus and be ashamed in this world. It is impossible. Try it. Every situation of your life, if you can trust God, I can assure you, you will never see shame. He will direct your path. I want to take us in Proverbs chapter 3 today from verse 5 and 6. Just have a few words of encouragement for all of us. Trust in the Lord, that's verse 5, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. And lean not unto your, under, your own understanding. And in all thy ways acknowledge him. And he will direct your path. How much more you trust him in 2021? Listen, many people has a plan on 2021. Oh, I'm going to do this. I will achieve this. I will get this. I will do this. I will do this. And if we're going to be honest, only maybe a few of us will say like, well, you know, I was where I was in 2021 because of my planning, because of my diligence. And most of us, we can say, really, we didn't get there. But let me tell you something. Leaning on your own understanding, your own plan will not going to get you anywhere. In fact, you can be deceived. But leaning on to Jesus and trusting our Lord and Savior, that God, every single day that you make, I trust unto you. I will get there because of you. And I'm telling you, he will guarantee you the victory that you can achieve on your own. God, help us to trust you in this year. Help us to trust you with our jobs, with our finances, with our church, with our families, with our children. God, help us to trust you. Because we know you are trustworthy God. In fact, he's a promise-keeping God. So in this 2022, trust in the Lord with all your heart, with all your strength. Don't lean on your own understanding, on your own achievement, on how much experience you have in life. Lean on to Jesus. Trust unto the Lord. Get him involved in every situation of your life. Verse 6, listen to what it says. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. He didn't say maybe he will give you that direction. He will direct you. No, he shall. He, God will give you that direction because guess what? You get him involved. He is a respectful God. Most of the times, the mistake that we do in a Christendom, we think God saved me. Yes, I will die one day and go to heaven. Hallelujah, praise Jesus. Yes, yeah, the great news. But we forget also is a God that wants to work daily with us in this life. He wants to work with us because he can guarantee us victory and he can give us testimony. If you are a Christian today and you think like you can do your own way in this life without Jesus, I am telling you, set your life for misery and deception. Because there's no way that you can make it alone in this world. If 2022, if you make anything good out of it, it's because of Jesus. It's because you're relying on his grace and his provision and his total dependence that you have on him. Then you will have a testimony. Then you will celebrate. Get God involved. In the life of your children, get him involved. Praise the Lord. In your job situation, get him involved. Things are getting hard. People are losing their job left and right. God, I trust you. That in Hundreds of people will lose their job. They will have nothing to take care of their family. My God and Savior, I trust you that you will make the way. Hallelujah. He can give you grace and mercy. 
He can favor you above and beyond imaginations. You know, most of the times we just, we get to get bumped up by what we can do on our own and who we are in this world. Let me tell you something. God can favor you above and beyond imaginations. If you can get him involved in your life, God can favor you, I am telling you, beyond your imaginations. I was just sharing with my class in a, a, a few minutes ago. One of our friends, I'm not going to mention his name, he's a member of this church. And, uh, he went to the hospital and he was telling me like, man, they gave him round and round. It's so hard to get the treatment and he was suffering physically. And um, he said, he don't know what is going on. Nurses are not coming on time. I know maybe they must be busy. He can't see his doctor on time. And, he, and then he just prays like, Lord, I need favor right now. Amen. He said, I'm suffering physically and I can't get help. And he said, just after he prayed a short prayer, there's something then, why don't you just go downstairs and just walk around? So he left his room and he went downstairs. He really has no idea what he's doing. He's still waiting to get a treatment. And then he said instantly again, he just feel like I need to go back to my room. So he got into the elevator and he started, and there's somebody next to him and start asking, what brought you to the hospital? What, what, how, how are you feeling now? How's things going on? He has no idea the person that was next to him in that elevator is the director of the hospital. So they get out of the hospital, the director put, uh, uh, got this person, this our friend, to his room. So everybody was looking around, but he has no idea what's happening. As soon as the person left, he said even the head doctor of the hospital was in his room. Everybody turned to give him treatment. He was just wondering what's going on. And later on, he got to learn that, listen, the person that you went the elevator together is the director of the whole entire hospital. So guess what? All the personnel, they think like it's a family member of the hospital director. And while he didn't even know the person, favor from God. God will favor you in the times of need beyond imagination. Will you trust him this year? Can you imagine? Just being with somebody in every elevator, you don't know who the person is. The person that's trying to be compassionate is telling you, he's just telling him the situation and the person walk him to his room. He has no idea what happened. Just after everybody was rushing to help, he said, like, why everybody's trying to help me? Because God has favored him. Put somebody just in the same place with him so he can receive the favor of the Lord through that person. Get ready because God is about to favor you this year as long as your trust is in him and you believe that is possible and that is yours in the name of Jesus. We serve a mighty God. The world is getting, becoming a scary place. Suffering is everywhere. Are we going to crumble in fear as children of God like the people did not know him? Our God say, call me in the times of need and I will come to your rescue. I tell the people, listen, he is faster than 911. He can get there faster than the police, amen? He can get to you faster than the ambulance. Hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. He can't be stopped by the red light. He can get to you and give you the help that you need in the moment that you need. He said, call me in the times of need and I will do what? And I will come to, the, to your rescue. Is God speaking here. Listen, when God says he will rescue, he will. You can rest assured on his provision and his help and his declaration of help. You see, there's more than 4,000 promises in the Bible that every single day Christian can live by. But statistics say we're not even relying on even one of them. 
Because we're trying to make things happen by our own strength. Oh, help us, Jesus, to trust in you and your word. You see, it's impossible for you to trust on God if you don't know his word and what he says about himself, about what he's able, capable to do in your own personal life. So this year, please be a child of the word of God. Read his word and believe whatever he says because that is the truth. You know, sometimes we pray, oh God, this year, I want you to increase my faith. God, give me faith. Believe me, oh God. Help me, oh God, to have a faith. But I got a good news for you. Faith really doesn't come through prayer. You can spend all your time praying, God, will give me faith. It will not going to come. The Bible says faith comes from uh, hearing and hearing from the word of God. That's how we get faith. It's not magical. Whatever God says in his word is true, and that's what I believe. I sit down there, and I put my faith in your word, God, because I believe your word is true. In fact, the Bible says life and spirit is a living word. Can you imagine that? In certain portions of the Bible, it's like it's a healing to our bones. I mean, that's so powerful. Do you believe that? That God sent his word to heal us. In many portions of the Bible, say God sent his word to heal us. That is powerful. I used to lead a Bible study in one of my friends' house, and he know how much I'm so strong in faith. I'm just encouraging people in the world. But I am telling you, you can easily get swayed by a situation of life. Amen. I was tired from work, get to his place, and I had a headache in front of his house. This happened uh, about five years ago. And I get in, and I'm like, hey, uh, uh, man, I'm really struggling with headache. Do you have an Advil in your, in your house? He said, yeah, I got Advil. Just, in fact, just hold it. So he stretched his hand. He got, you know, this New Testament, they have a New Testament and the Psalms together. You know, this pocket Bible and like New Testament and the Psalms together. So he has one in his, in his pocket. So he reached out his, his, his hand, his removed from his pocket. He said, yeah, I got some Advil for you. He said, take, open to Psalms 91, baby. Read it right now. You're going to get healed. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I started <laughs> I start laughing. He said, you told me this. The word of God is healing to our bones, to our body. How much you trust God today, how much you trust his word. Now, you know, we pray that God, let 2022 to be a year fine with no problem. Let me tell you something. Now, stop dreaming because God has made this world. There's a problem in the world. There's sickness. There's challenges. You can get fired from your work after you finish praying. The morning you go to work, they tell you like uh, you're no longer needed. All those things will happen. The victory of the life does not belong to the most intelligent person or the most educated person or the person that has more experience than anyone else. The victory of this life belongs to the one that believes and trusts God. Lord, I don't know better, but with you I can conquer in this life. With you I can become victorious. With you, Lord, I will live to testify of your goodness, of your mercy every single day of my life. Amen. Give God the glory, church. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Jesus. So we trust God. And that's us believers. Listen, we have no choice and we have only one way out. God, we trust you. And we know he loves us. You know, there's one verse that really changed my life forever in the book of Romans chapter 8 when he said, like, he who did not express his only begotten son, but let him die on the cross of Calvary on our behalf. Widen him with Christ Jesus, bless us with everything. There's many Christians today thinking like there's something that God can't do in their lives. That's the lie of the enemy. If there's anything that God cannot do in this world, he says to be God. He can do everything. And most, most, the most precious thing to God, 
the life of Jesus. That one life, people have said, how many, seven point something billion people on this planet are right now? It cannot be compared to one life, the life of Jesus. So this verse was saying, like, if God can let his son to die for you, lay down that precious life of his son for you, there's nothing that you're not going to be able to do. How much you trust him. How much you trust God this year. People are telling you like, oh no, in your field of study you can't get a job. And you sit in there, you believe the world. And you can't believe the word of God. Isn't it so crazy? That we go with, with the word say, and then we refuse to believe what the word of God say. And then we want different results. It will never happen. It will never happen. What are you expecting from God? What are you trusting from him? You know, sometimes when I used to lead a, 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 a house of prayer on Wednesday, I used to tell people, listen, what are you expecting from God? Come with expectation in his presence. If you don't expect anything from him, just go have a go get some nice chicken dinner. Amen. Praise God. Don't waste your time. Come in his presence with great expectation. He's the God that there's nothing that is impossible with him. Can you imagine that? We just celebrated Christmas just a few weeks ago. You know, remember in the, in the past when the, when the angel come to Mary, giving her the good news that she can have a baby. And she asked the angel, she's like, how could that happen? How could that be possible? Because I knew no man. That means you tell to the angel of God, listen, naturally, this is impossible. It's against nature. After the angel gave her a few explanations, he ended with this. What is impossible with man, it is well possible with God. With God, nothing is impossible. Putting limitation to God is a sin. Don't put limitation to God. When you're trying to limit him, you are doing nothing but sinning. Listen, as human beings, we are built, we, limitation is built in. With that. Since you are a baby, don't run, don't touch, it's a fire. You can fall. So you are barricaded with limitations. You know what you can do as a human being, and you know what you can. God does not work that way, amen? He is a God without limitation. He created nature. He can stand against the nature. He can do whatever he wants to do. There's nothing that is impossible to him. Trust God this year. Put faith to the word of God. Let him lead your heart. Let him do the impossible. Believe for the impossible in your heart. Know that your God is able to do. And one thing that I want you to avoid this year is worry. War is an enemy of faith. Amen. The Bible made it clear in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6. Don't be anxious. Do not worry. You can check different versions of the Bible. They, they put that word differently. But in everything. Now who can give me the definition of everything? What is really everything? It's everything, right? <laughs> but in everything. Oh, I love this verse. The Bible says in everything, in children's issue, in marriage situation, in a business issue, in uh, uh, schools, and marriage, and uh, whatever else, in everything. Church, let me tell you something. Everything is what? Everything. 
But the Bible says in everything, bring it to God. How? In prayer, with supplication. And then thanksgiving. Now, what a minute. Why are I going to thank God for something that I'm praying for without receiving it? Well, that is a faith. That is a faith. Can you imagine that? Thanking God for something that you just prayed for without receiving it. He said, thank you, Jesus, because I believe it's going to happen. You know, in, uh, as believers, we changed the order of prayer. And that messed up also our trust. You know, Mark eleven twenty four. the Bible says, whatever you pray, uh, you, you ask God for, you believe you what you receive in, and then it is yours. So let me tell you something in the church, how we messed up that order. We pray, we wait until we receive, then we start praising God, hallelujah. We testify, now we got it. Right now I can touch it, right? I can pray for $1,000, I wait. Until I get that $1,000, then I give God the glory, then I praise him. No. The prayer of faith is believing you receive before you touch, before you get it. That's how it should be. And I have, I have a good news for you, church. The Bible made it clear it's impossible to please God without faith. Before God to do anything in you, he wants to see that small faith. He wants to get hold of something, and that something is your faith. How much you believe in him that he's able to do so. It is impossible to place him without faith. Oh, may this 2022 be a year that my faith, my little faith, my small seed of faith will bring glory to the Lord. Whatever you pray, believe you receive it. And then it is yours. Don't wait after you receive it, then you believe it's yours. No, believe you receive it first. And then the order is you pray. You believe, you thank God you're already receiving, and then it's yours. That's how it should be. That's how, that's how the prayer of faith in the Bible it is. So don't worry. In fact, um, let me tell you something. Worry is a sin. You know how I know that? Because whatever the Bible said, do not, and you did. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> that is sin. Whatever the Bible said, do not, and you went ahead and did that, that means you're standing against the word of God and is nothing but what? Sin. Man, we specialize in being worried. Man, we worry about everything and nothing. As a, my position as a prayer of a pastor to the international ministry and the prayer ministry of the church, I received a call one day. A person from the church called me, was crying, oh, pastor, pray for me, please. Pray for me, this virus is really killing people. And she, the, 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 the person that did the call was crying over the phone. Then I asked her, I said, like, do you got the virus? No. I said, so why are you crying? Where's the worrying? You didn't even have the virus yet. And you hear you are melting down, crying like you're going to die. Don't worry. Don't be anxious. It's not my word. Is the Bible. Some of us specialize in getting worried on things of this life. We worry about our finances. We worry about our children. We worry about everything. We want to be at the 1,000 place at the same time. And we can. You come with a day, you, mess, you have a schedule, I want to do this, this, this in the daytime, and one thing will be messed up. We get so worried, it's just like the whole world is ending that day. We specialize in just being worried. The Bible is telling us do not worry. 
You want to walk in faith this year? You want to trust God? Trust him. Don't lean on your own understanding. That's what the word says. Trust him. Don't worry. But in everything, acknowledge him in all your ways and everything. Bring it to God in prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. Thank him already. I love verse 7 of that Philippians chapter 4. Verse 7 says, And the peace of God that supersedes all intelligence of our understanding will keep your mind and your heart in Christ Jesus. That is wonderful news. Let me tell you something. You can pray for something being so worried you lose peace and, and things. The blessings will come and bypass you because you're so much in worry. You don't even know God answered the prayer. Because your focus is not on God. You're missing the peace. Don't worry. Do not worry. Don't be anxious. Please worry less this year. Trust God more. Worry less. Let him deal with things that you can't deal with. Let him deal with that. When you bring things before God, leave it there. And if I'm carrying this table on my head, and then Greg will see me, it's like, hey, Zach, jump on, on, on my truck. I will give you a lift. I might, if I still have the table on my head, even though I'm in the car, I'm still going to feel the weight of the table, right? That's what we do. We cry before God. We say, God, take control of my situation. God, do whatever you can do, whatever. And we carry our lot of challenges and keep on going with them. Though we say, God, take control, take care. But we're not leading him to do what only him can do. Oh, I'm praying that this year we become closer to God. We will trust his word just as he said. Believe him exactly what he said he will do and he will do. Because he's an amazing God. You know, Christian life is a life of a trust, of trusting God. You got to trust him daily. Every single day, get him involved in your life. Trust him. When you pray, take your hands and say, God, this is my plan, but not my plan today, but your plan, Lord. He's an amazing God. He's a good God. In fact, the Bible says he's a good father. And a father wants good things for his children. Sometimes we cry, we get mad at God, we think like he even let us down. You know, on the New Year's Eve prayer uh, time, I was saying like many of us thinking like God let us down. Because we work hard, we plan well, we were diligent, but the result is nothing to celebrate. In fact, nothing to rejoice. Are you alive today? You have reason to praise him. Are you alive today? You have reason to trust God for a better year, for a better situation in your life because this God is alive and he's worthy of your praise and your trust. Trust God. Trust God. He's an amazing God. He's an amazing God. We are very fortunate as Christians today. Can you imagine during, during Jesus' time, they don't have the Bible completed. Even the disciple of Jesus Christ keep on following him. Wow, he raised the dead. He raised Lazarus. That's what, he raised Lazarus. This is powerful. He can do that? And then tomorrow, he fed the 5,000 with just a loaf of bread and fish. Wow, this is amazing. And they keep on following him. And they keep on trusting him. But today, we have everything completed here. And we still not trust him. We still doubt him. 
We have everything that we need to know in his word. And we have the Holy Spirit that guide us and reveal to us, that teach us, that lead us on the way. May this year be a year of faith. You know, because we can't see, because we can't touch, sometimes it's so hard to believe. It's so hard to believe. But faith does exist. And faith makes difference in the life of believers. When you trust God, when you look unto him, when you believe that he is able to bring that transformation in your life, it is possible. You can look at the news, they're going to say it's going to be worse. Or the virus is going to be worse. What are you trusting God with? Psalms 91 verse 2 say, When you say the Lord is your refuge and your dwelling place, verse 3 say, For surely he will protect you from the deadly pestilence. Can you imagine that? What is deadly pestilence? Is like coronavirus, like Ebola, all this kind of stuff. How much you trust God? He said, if you, if you make me my dwelling place, your dwelling place and your refuge, he said, I will do what for sure. I will protect you. Listen, when the word of God says sure, it's sure. It's not maybe or may not now. Please don't add anything to the word of God. Amen. <laughs> That is a great confession of faith. I love Psalms 91. He said, if you say, say is saying is confessing that the Lord is my refuge. But we come to church, we sing, oh, he's our protection, he's our provider, he's our refuge. As soon as we step out of the door, we melt him down in fear. It's just like, oh, what we have confessed, we didn't believe. Listen, if you go to a movie, at least you can even remember a certain scene of the movie, right? You can say, oh, it's an action that can stick to your mind. But most of the times when we come to church, there's nothing that we can remember. The enemy will wipe all the truth and all that we can do is fear. Like we were so scared, more than people outside in the world that do not have God. So if you live in fear, if you live in no trust in God, no, no faith, active faith in you, how can you tell somebody, hey, Jesus is real. Not only he can save you in this world, but you can walk with him daily. No wonder people are not coming to Christ. They didn't see any difference in our life than their lives. They're thinking we follow a dead religion that has no power to save nobody. That is the lie of the enemy. Christ Jesus is real. Christianity is the, the, the faith of a true God that we believe unto. And he can manage your daily life, daily affairs of this life and give you victory. You should try him. let your faith just stuck on oh Lord I know when I die I'm going to heaven. Jesus wants to make a difference in your life today. How much more you trust in him and you trust things from him. He can make it happen. You know I don't want my Christian life to be stagnant. Every year my prayer God I want to know you more. Because you, to be honest with you the whole salvation is nothing but knowing God. And you can trust him so much unless you know him so much. And you can know him by spending time with him in the world. Let his word to seek into your life and bring transformation that you need. So let me tell you something. Maybe 2021 was a year full of suffering. It's a year that devastated your family. Some of us here registered death in their families. Because of all what's going on. Some still looking for jobs. Some trying to recover because they lost job for months and all the small money they have saved gone. Are you alive today? 
you have hope. God will change your situation. God will turn your situations from, from fear and, and, and disappointment to celebration because he is a good father. He is a good father. And that is, the, that is what we are rejoicing for. That's what, you see, if you look at the Old Testament, you see, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, mighty God, and all this name that he has. But Jesus Christ revealed a powerful name of our God in the New Testament. He introduced him as the Father. That is powerful. That's why when we come, we pray, we pray to the Father. He said, whenever you pray, pray our heavenly Father. Let me tell you something. I know you have a children, you have grandchildren. You want to do well. Some of us send their children, save money for them, uh, make sure they go to school, make sure they get the education, make sure they have this, make sure they have this, health insurance, they this, all the kind. It's good because guess what? You are doing your job as a parent, as a father. So as God today, he cares so much about us. He wants to get involved in every details of our lives. Because he's a good father. That's why Matthew 7 verse 11 say, if we can that we are, we know how to give good things to our children. How much more? Was Jesus speaking? How much more your heavenly father will he not give good things to his children? Just as you want your child to do well in this life, God wants you to do well for the rest of your life. In fact, guess what? He knows how many days you have remained, how many years you have in this life. And he wants every day of that life to be counted for eternity. He wants you to live a fulfilled life. The Bible says, with full stem of life shall he bless us. At the end of that Psalms 91. He's the mighty God. How much you trust him today? I want us to start this year well. How? By trusting in him. Quit worrying, trust God. By actively, actively walking in faith. That's what God wants. It's impossible to place him without faith. Go against the art of the world. The world say, oh, everybody is sick. Everybody's getting, but listen, you can walk sick free, amen. It's impossible. And sometimes we think like one day the news, one scientist said this, one scientist, we're all included and we can do better. How about our God? That's more powerful than anything out there. More powerful than sickness, than poverty, more powerful than all the weapons of this world. This is our God and this is our Savior. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Will you trust him this year? Just try. Try. You dare to trust him. You dare to see him actively working out the impossible things, the puzzles that you can't figure out in your daily life. That is the God that we serve. That is Jesus Christ at work actively in a life of believer that he said, I surrender. The starting point 
you see, no, no one can do that, those kind of bold prayer. But if you're a child of God, it doesn't matter. You're a pastor, you're a community group leader, you're just a believer that come in and enjoy the presence of the Lord every Sunday. You can be bold in his presence. You can ask the impossible thing to happen. Guess what? Because that is your right. The stamp of the name of Jesus is in you. You have that free dumb. You have that ticket to come before God boldly. Oh, when I get to that word, it's between me and the Lord. Amen. When I learn that I can be bold before him. So people tell me like, where do you get this passion? Listen, I tell people, listen, I don't play religion. I try, I test as no, this God is so true. And whatever this book says, he will do for sure, he will. You should experience that move of God in your life. And that's only possible through faith. God will do so. Now you have to have a relationship with Christ Jesus. The Bible says with our heart we believe and with our, with our mouth we confess into salvation. Many times church people cancel their faith by their confession. Oh God you are my provider and as soon as I step out the door I'm already more than an unbeliever. Where's my help will come from? You are doing just singing just a few minutes ago. God is your provider. It's an issue of heart. You have to believe with your heart that you confess. I want this year, God, I want to confess what I believe for sure in my heart. If you have, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you got to recognize first you are a sinner. And all the blessings of the Lord you that we're mentioning in here, you can't have access until you surrender your life to Christ Jesus. Saying yes to Jesus will start an amazing journey. You will have the stamp of the Holy Spirit. You'll be called a child of God by saying, Lord, come into my heart. I can save myself. I know I'm a sinner, but please transform me and save me, Jesus. I want to become a child of God. My trying, my doing can't. If today we can be saved by the power of law, if we can do everything right to have heaven, Christ, Christ Jesus should not have died. That's why we need to be saved. I want us to bow down our head even right now in prayer. To you out there that wondering about salvation. God, I'm still not sure. But this year, I really want to make sure that I am a child of God, washed by the blood of the Lamb. It will take two things. Recognizing your stage of a sinner that you are right now. Ritual will not save anybody. Going to church will not save you. It's Jesus that saves. It's you surrendering your life to Jesus, saying, Lord, save me. I want you to transform my life. I believe in your death and your resurrection that you come, live a life without sin, but God made you sin because of me. And you down the cross of Calvary. Your innocent blood was dripping on my behalf. The punishment that will set me free from sin. You have taken upon yourself. If you're out there, I want you to pray right now. Dear Lord Jesus, I want what I do not have. I want what I can earn by my own strength. I want what nobody can give me apart from you. Salvation in your name. Please save me. I believe in you. I trust you. I'm going to walk and walk with you. A walk of faith. 
Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. In your name I pray. If you pray this prayer, I want you to believe that you are saved. You are a child of God. He's an amazing God. I want to do another series of prayer right now. Many of us, we suffer so much in this life. We say we trust God, but our life is nothing but it. We struggle daily with our faith. We think he's still a distant God. That is just counting our sins. We're not enjoying the relationship, the blessings of God in our lives. Because we trust him less. Because we limit him. Because we know this, we, we, we believe there's things that he can do. What are you trusting God this year with? What are you believing God with? Maybe you're struggling with debt financially and you can't see the blessings of God beyond what your pocket can produce. Your bi-weekly check, all your faith stuck there. Because that's only what you can think. You never think beyond that. Your father is the rich God. He can take you beyond your imagination. Maybe it's a health issue. Year after year, you spend so much money, you're still struggling. Maybe it's children's issue. They're getting out of hand and you don't know how to manage your household. The answer is Jesus. I want to pray with you. So this is what I want to do. I want you to stand up. If there's anything that you trust in God with in your life, just wherever you are, just stand. Just want you to stand. Just want you to stand right now. If there's anything in any area in your life that you trust in this God. You know, Christianity is not a bunch of ritual. It's believing in a living God that is able to change your life, to heal you and restore you and give you a living testimony every single day of your life. We are not regular people because we serve a living God that is able to do above and beyond imagination in our lives. Are you trusting God for something this year? God, I want to walk in the step of faith. I want to see you moving in power in my life. I want you to stand right now. We're going to trust him. Listen, just the way that you want him to move in your life, and clear of things and make things happen. I want the same thing too. And I'm standing for my own today before all of you believing and trusting God that he's able to do what only him can do. I'm tired of religion. He's not a distant God. I want to feel him. I want to experience him every single day. And he's so true. And he told me, he's my father. He said, I will take care of you, Zach. He will take care of you and your need and your challenges. Are you trusting him? God is here. He's in this room. Either you believe it or not, he's in this room. And therefore, you better believe it and receive your blessings even tonight, today. God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, God, I thank you. Oh, Lord, I thank you and I bless your holy name right now, Jesus. I know that you are real. 
An amazing part of you that you are here today at this very moment, in this very hour. God, you want to touch your children and bless them beyond measure. You want to honor their faith, oh God. So we stand in the name of Jesus. We stand in the faith of the name of Jesus. We stand in the name of Jesus. We stand believing the power of your word, oh God. You said to call you in the times of need. God, we need you right now. We are standing because we need you. To fix the unfixable. To change the unchangeable to break the unbreakable, to provide things that we can't provide on our own, that peace that we can't receive on our own, that divine provision that we can't have by our own, oh Lord, that assurance that only comes from you, that peace which is a guarantee from you, Lord Jesus, that healing that only you can provide, oh God, for our physical broken bodies, oh God, hallelujah. The Bible says you speak to the dead bones, you breathe the breath of life to the dead bones, oh God. We're still alive, but God breathe the breath of life to our lives in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, God. God, we trust you. We trust you, oh God, today. Some of us, oh God, are deep in depth, oh Father. Financially, we are not doing well. We got to be honest to you, Father. But you are a good father and you are a rich father. Heavens and earth belongs to you. Gold, diamonds, thousands of cattle in the thousands of hills, the Bible says, belongs to the Lord, oh Father. God set us free from financial misery, oh God. God, if anybody here is trusting you, oh God, that for you to bless his finances, oh Father. Lord, do so in the name of Jesus. God, if there's anybody here trusting you to breathe the breath of life into his business, oh God, I'm praying right now, Jesus. May this year be a year of total transformation in that business in the name of Jesus. Father, is there anybody here, somebody trusting you, oh God, for a better situation at work, oh Father. Lord, I'm praying, oh God, that you level the environment, oh God. That you favor your child, Lord Jesus Christ. That you promote him, oh Father, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. God, I'm praying for right now. Is there any family that's so messed up? No trust, no confidence between the spouse, God. Oh Lord, just got children getting out of hand, oh Lord Jesus Christ. You are a restorer. Lord, I'm praying that you restore families. That you restore families in this church, oh God. You are such an amazing God, oh Lord Jesus Christ. There's nothing that is impossible to you, oh God. Be that exalted, Lord Jesus. Oh, give you all the glory, Lord. May your name be exalted forever, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, oh God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. As you're still standing, I just want to, you to remain standing. You see, one of the biggest weapons of the enemy in the Christendom is sickness. Listen, if you are sick, you can do nothing. You can work. If your child is sick, even if you're in good health, your life is just messed up. You're worried. You don't know what, what, what to do because part of you is touched. And there's so much spiritual attack around us. But Nick is down sick. He's supposed to preach, but not prosecuted on this campus. 
Andrew is sick. Our present worship leader. But Gary has to leave because also of the situation in his family of sickness. But his son. Our pastor and many leaders. Because of health issues. There's millions of millions of religions in the world. Let me tell you something. There's no God of any religion that calls himself the healer. But the God of Christianity. He said, one of my name is Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals. And I tell people, we really must be out of our mind and so faithless as believers in him to refuse to ask him for healing. If your God said, I am the healer, I can heal physical body, why can we not trust him? To bring physical relief in our physical bodies. So will you join me right now? If you know anyone that is sick, mention that name before the throne of grace. Before the one who calls himself the healer. Everlasting Father, we thank you so much for faith in your name. Jehovah Rapha, the God, our healer. Lord, we are seeking healing right now, oh God, before the throne of grace, oh Father. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much because by your wounds we were healed, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We believe your word and we trust you, oh Father. So I'm praying that you strengthen Pastor Nick with good health. Oh, Pastor Andrew with good health, oh God. Pastor Gary's family, that your will will be done, oh God. Our pastor, that you strengthen him, oh God, and his family, oh Father. Is anybody in the body of Christ locally right on the mission hill or watching online, oh Father, dealing with physical challenges, oh God, bring healing in the name of Jesus. God, I will not going to end my prayer by asking, without asking you to bring an end to this evil virus, coronavirus. Only you can stop this evil pandemic. Only you, oh God, can neutralize and destroy, oh God, the effect of this evil virus in people's physical bodies. Has destroyed thousands, oh God. Met many orphans and widows, oh God. Lord, bring an end to this evil virus, Lord. The world is suffering. Our nation is suffering, oh God. Because of this virus, God, I believe you are able to do so. So God, heal those who are suffering right now with the symptom or are sick, oh Lord, or on that ventilator, whatever, oh God. I'm praying that you restore their health, Lord Jesus Christ, and that you bring healing into the body, oh God, and that you bring faith that to trust you, that you are powerful than the virus, and you can bring an end to it. Lord, is anybody trusting you for physical healing right now, Lord Jesus Christ? Even in this congregation, standing right now, oh God, I'm praying that you stretch your healing hands, oh Father. That you touch that person, oh God. That you strengthen the faith of that person to believe in your healing, oh God. Thank you, everlasting Lord, for such a wonderful time well spent in your presence, oh God. We give you all the glory, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord, church.